You're listening to LanguageCaster.com's football podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to this show. My name's Damon and I'm uh, coming to you from a very sunny and breezy Tokyo. Later in the show we'll talk to Damien who's based in London. I hear it's pretty cold over there. On today's show, we have some very interesting features, and we're going to start that with the good, the bad, the ugly. That's our review section of the footballing news. And uh, we'll move on to our main section, where we're going to look at FIFA's decision to give the World Cup in 2018 to Russia and 2022 to Qatar. And we uh, asked three football fans what they think of that decision. After that, English for football. We're going to finish with predictions. Namaste, my name is Raghav, and you are listening to languagecaster.com. All right, well, let's start the show with our review in the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good this week, well, it's of course good for all the sides that go through to the knockout stages of the Champions League. Now, the four teams from England made it, and three of those, Manchester United, Tottenham Hotspur, and Chelsea, topped their groups. Joining them will be three teams each from Italy and Spain, including the usual suspects, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and uh, Holders Inter. Two teams made it from France in second place in their groups, Lyon and Marseille. And qualifying to represent the Bundesliga, Schalke, and four times winners, Bayern Munich. Could they make it five? Shakhtar Donetsk from Ukraine, who won the UEFA Cup in 2009, will be looking to cause some upsets, as will surprise qualifiers FC Copenhagen from Denmark. Well done to all the teams that qualified, and now it's the business end of the competition. One more good, we featured the Brazilian League two weeks ago, and we can now congratulate Fluminense, who won their last game against Guarani 1-0 and are crowned champions. Well, that's the good, but uh, bad now. It's been awful. Uh, it's been an awful few weeks, at least, for Chelsea FC from the Premier League. They started the season, if you remember, by crushing opponents for fun. They beat West Brom 6-0, Blackpool 4-0, Wigan 6-0, and they seem to be racing away with the title. But recently, they've been in a big slump. After they lost to Liverpool 2-0 at the beginning of November, and that was six games ago, the London side have only won once. And that was at home, and it was 1-0 against Fulham. Now mid-table, Sunderland and Birmingham have beaten them, and they've been held by bottom-half teams Everton and Newcastle. A loss this week in the Champions League to Marseille won't have lifted the mood over Stamford Bridge before their big clash against London rival Spurs this weekend. Damien, what do you think is going to happen there? And uh, what was ugly last week? Well, on this week's ugly section, I'm going to feature the chairman of the English Premier League club, Newcastle. That's Mike Ashley, who has sensationally sacked his manager, Chris Hewton, this week. Despite the fact that Hewton took the club up from the championship last season and now has the team in a respectable 12th place in the league. The team has also beaten Aston Villa 5-0. Arsenal away 1-0 and thrashed their arch-rival Sunderland 5-1. So it seems like a strange decision indeed from the eccentric chairman. To further upset the Geordie fans, he then announced that Hewton's replacement would be former West Ham and Charlton boss Alan Pardew. Hardly a name to set the world alight, leaving most fans feeling rather underwhelmed. 
Poor decision yet again from Ashley, as he treated a very decent football man in a very ugly manner indeed. Next, it's our regular main report. Well, it's almost been a week since the decision by FIFA to choose Russia to host the 2018 and Qatar, the 2022 World Cups, have been made. And the fallout continues. The British media reacted angrily and suggested that corruption had played a large part in the choice of venues. But FIFA hit back by suggesting that the media slurs against their organisation had affected the vote, while the victorious Russian bid suggested that complaining about the rules after a winner had been decided smacked of sour grapes. It's hard not to disagree with the Russians on this one. I'm not sure there are too many people who would sympathise with FIFA's complaints of an overly enthusiastic investigative press. I think most people, however, do have a problem with the choice of Qatar for the 2022 finals. The stifling heat and the lack of infrastructure may be problems that the host can overcome, but a suggestion that the tournament might be played in the European winter months should cause many to be concerned. FIFA, of course, suggested that their decision to have the finals held in the Gulf state was due to their desire to see football expand into new regions. After going east in 2002, to Africa in 2006, and to the east of Europe in 2018, this makes sense. But I can't help feeling that if FIFA really wanted to have the tournament in an Arab-speaking country, then football-crazy Tunisia, Egypt or Algeria would have made far more sense. And we asked three football fans what they thought of the decisions. Tim and Simon are two England fans. Our first up is Hans, who's German-Australian. So uh, FIFA have made their decision about who's going to host the 2018 and 2022 World Cup. Hans, you're uh, German and Australian. What's, what's your reaction? I'm not too sure what to make of it. New countries for both World Cups... I guess that's good, but we read a lot about corruption. But I guess spread the love. Let's see what they've got and let's enjoy the soccer. Okay, Tim, uh, you're an English fan and uh, FIFA have made their decision for the host for 2018-2022 World Cup. What's your reaction? Well, first of all, it's not a surprise that we didn't get it. Um, uh, I think the media scrutiny beforehand probably... Uh, didn't help at all and basically by all accounts FIFA essentially didn't want to give it to an established country so they want to break new territory so that's why Russia got it which to some extent you can understand um, the 2018 although yeah it's a bit upsetting but the 2022 um, decision was just bonkers. Okay, Simon, uh, you're an English fan and FIFA have chosen the hosts for 2018-22. What's your reaction? Um, I think the first thing is, I don't mind Russia getting it in the sense that they've never had it before, and I think it's good for Eastern Europe. Um, firstly, though, I think the, the corruption and the hypocrisy involved in, in Russia is something I have a question with. As for Qatar, well, I don't think they should have ever got near uh, getting the bid. Um, but the thing overall that annoys me most is the waste of money and time um, because if they wanted to push the frontiers of 
spreading football around to new continents and new areas. Why did they go through this whole process in the first place? Yep, a lot of controversy surrounding the decision by FIFA uh, to award the World Cup to those two countries. Um, but the decision's made. Let's hope uh, they're both successful. Next, English for football. Yaggity yag, and don't talk back. Yaggity yag, yaggity yag. As a noun, a slump, this phrase is used to say that a team has not won a game for a long time. The team may have lost or drawn several games in a row. In this situation, we say the team is in a slump. We can also say a player is suffering a slump in form. The player is not performing very well. The word slump is also used as a verb. In this case, it means to fall down the table after losing a game or several games. We might say the team slumped to 11th place. Now, Chelsea, playing in the Premier League, are in a slump. They have not won a game in the league for four matches. A slump. Right, that brings us to our last section today, our predictions section. Now, I slipped up last week. Damien picked up five points and I only managed one. Although I'm sure that if the game between Manchester United and Blackpool had gone ahead, I would have got a perfect three. Of course, that game was called off because of the bad state of the pitch. Winter's really set in over there in England. Well, here are my predictions for the week. Uh, we're going to start off with the uh, World Club Cup, FIFA's World Club Cup, and uh, Korean champions Songnam against uh, Alwahda, who are from the Middle East. And I think that the Korean side are going to win this one 2-0. Now, big game in Germany sees Dortmund play Bremen. Um, now, Bremen seem to have turned a corner somewhat. They had a really good win in the Champions League this week. But Dortmund are so far ahead, uh, they should be favourites to win it. But I'm going for a high-scoring draw, 2-2. Now, Tottenham play Chelsea. Uh, Tottenham a couple of points behind Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea not doing very well, as Damon said earlier on. They're facing a slump. But uh, I don't think Tottenham are going to win. I think it's going to finish 1-1. Now, the second of the big games of the weekend at the English Premier League sees Manchester United play Arsenal on Monday night. And I think United will be too powerful for Arsenal. Well, I'm hoping they are. 2-0 to United. Big game in Serie A this weekend sees Juventus against Lazio. I think this will finish 1-1. And we're having a look at Argentina. Estudiantes are doing very well at the moment. And I think they're going to be too strong for Arsenal. 3-0. Now, as for this week, well, I agree with Damien. I think uh, in the Club World Cup, Seongnam uh, from Korea are going to be too strong for Abu Dhabi's Al Wada. Remember, Al Wada qualified because uh, they are the host country, uh, the, because Abu Dhabi are hosting the event and they're Abu Dhabi's champions. Um, and they beat Hekari United from Papua New Guinea. Um, although they'll be disappointed to go out so early, they will be going back with $500,000. Uh, back to their federation, so well done to them. So I think, uh, yeah, the Korean side will win 2-1. In the Bundesliga, what an exciting uh, topsy-turvy league that's been so far. Uh, Dortmund playing so so well and surprising so many people, and I think they're going to win 1-0 with home advantage. Home advantage in the Premier League for Tottenham as they host Chelsea, 
uh, a team that they've got really, really dismal form against. Um, but I'm going to agree with Damien again here. I think uh, this is going to be a draw, but a bit more exciting. 2-2, two, two. so uh, more goals. Another draw, I think, is going to be between Manchester United and Arsenal. Um, Manchester United's ever coming out in the press this week saying that Arsenal have no chance of the title and uh, pretty much bad-mouthing mo bad all of their uh, recent history and their lack of cups and championships. Um, so no love lost here, but a 1-1 draw. Juve against Lazio in Serie A. I think Juve are going to win this 1-1 now. And then down in Argentina, uh, the denouement of the league there, Estudiantes playing at home against Arsenal and they're going to win 2-0 and they're going to be uh, crowned champions of Argentina. Enjoy all the football. See you again next week. Bye-bye.